good day and welcome to every one of our listeners. How enthusiastic are you? And how loyal are you? Well, guess what? Our guest is all about being connected, staying engaged, and being a supporter. That's what the focus of the podcast is today, as the Business of Life Masterclass episode is all about, about starting and continuing your legacy through presence and action. Greetings, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, Performance Coach with Presenting Powerfully. And Barb Zanier, Media Sales Leader and Founder of the Lifestyle Brand and Blog, The Stay at Work Mom. Debbie, what a cool and lasting topic. Sounds something that is significant and intriguing to our listeners and viewers, actually. Who is our guest today, please? Well, Barb, this is significant, and so is our guest, Impact. He was born in Cuba, moved to the United States in 1962, just celebrated those 40 years here of settling in Tampa. He's an accountant by trade and practice, a former partner at Clifton Larson Allen, and that is where we met. Uh, He was the 81st president of the Florida Institute of Certified Public Accountants, which is the FICPA, as many of our listeners probably know. As a graduate of the University of South Florida, go Bulls, you see we're wearing our green for our listeners and viewers. He's retired and continues to serve the community in many, many, many ways, including a board member at Lions Eye Institute and the University of South Florida. And I know, Barb, you're happy about that as an alma mater, as your alma mater. After serving on the foundation board of directors for nine years, he was elected chair of the board and was recognized with the Donald A. Gifford Service Award, one of USF's top honors for his countless hours of service to the University of South Florida. So we met years ago, as I mentioned, through the Tampa Bay Chamber Board. He is my birthday twin, which is, as we're recording this, it's going to be Monday, but it'll air after. So we'll already be older. Um, so he's a bull through and through. And our bullish guest is Jose Valiente. Well, thank you, Debbie, for, the, for such a kind introduction. And thank you for inviting me to be in your podcast. And you are correct. I am a USF bull through and through, and I bleed green and gold. Me too. Welcome, welcome, Jose. And we asked you on because of your timeless effort to improve the Tampa Bay area. Thank you. The reason that is important to our listeners is that they're leaders and they love growth and enlightenment and giving Mm -hmm. back. So glad you are here. Since you've tuned into our podcast and you've heard your colleagues on sharing your ideas, Please do tell in one sentence what specifically made you want to be on our podcast, The Business of Life Masterclass. About two sentences. <laughs> but you provide a very valuable tool to current and up and coming leaders. Uh, your viewers will be able to uh, learn from other leaders who have been there and done that. And, uh, and are, willing, are willing to share their stories and their path to success. So this, I think, is a very valuable tool for the community. Thank you, Jose, for sharing your impression of our show to get up, to get us really set up for success today. One more thing before Debbie gets into our podcast for what's something that you're excited about right now and how you're living your life, living and leading your life. <clears throat> well, something that I'm really excited about and, uh, and uh, we, we just mentioned is my, my chairmanship at the USF Foundation. Uh, very honored to have been chosen to do that. I am the first uh, Hispanic ever to be chair of the foundation. 
this is a two-year term. I just finished my first year and I my term ends on June 30th of, of next year. Uh, now the foundation last week just posted the, the performance report of the year ending June 30, uh, 22. And I'm happy to inform you that we set a record. Never, it, this is unprecedented. We raised over $151 million. Uh, wow. It's a record. It's a record. We have 34,000 donors, 6,300 of which were first timers, which, which is fantastic. We awarded $16.5 million in scholarships, in scholarships. Uh, and we attained the highest ranking ever for, for our university, number 42 in the nation. Now, included in the foundation, inside the foundation, there's a very special program that is very dear and near to my heart, which is the USF Latino Scholarship Program. Uh, uh, I've been involved with this program since its, since its founding in 1992. That's how long ago it was, it was founded. Uh, this past September, uh, we held our annual reception where we welcomed the incoming and, re and, and, and returning students. And on that night, we awarded 100, 156 scholarships. Outstanding. Okay? And the beauty about this program is that you can see firsthand where your contribution is going. Okay, It doesn't go into a pot and the money, no, it goes to a specific person because we, we, uh, we, um, we, we combined we are mentors and students. And that relationship remains for the duration of the student's life at USF. So uh, the students that are part of this program have a 90, we have a 95% graduation rate. Wow, so, that's outstanding. It's all because of the mentorship and the relationship with the students. And we, another special thing about the program, we live by our model, uh, we lift as we climb. Mm -hmm. And what's happening now is that alumni from this program are coming back after they graduate and have their own business or have a good job. They're coming back and setting up their very own scholarship for other students. That is exciting. We can see the reason yeah. you're so excited about it, Jose. So congratulations. That's wonderful for our listeners to hear. So now as we move into our podcast for we know that the success <clears throat> of the show is having great people like you on and it being very brief with it less than 30 minutes. So in our speed round of our podcast for what time do you get up in the morning to start all these great things happening that you're doing and what's your daily routine that gets you started right? Well, Debbie, as you know, I'm retired. Mm -hmm. So now I get up whenever I get up. Okay. All right. Unless I have an early morning committee meeting or an early morning board meeting or an early morning tea time. Okay. Very important. But during my days when I was working, I would get up <clears throat> three times a week. I would get up around, around six, uh, go to the gym, work, uh, work out for about an hour, hour and a half, I shower, <clears throat> dress with my coat and tie, of course, and be at the office by nine o'clock. Now, something interesting, in, in the early 2000s, we moved our offices to West Shore, to the West Shore Center, which is a nine-story building. And we, one day we had a fire drill and we had to come down the stairs. And, uh, and it was pretty cool. When we were downstairs waiting for everything to get cleaned out, I, I thought to myself, you know, why not go up the stairs? The next day I tried going up nine floors. I got to the fifth floor and conked out. 
Then the next day I got to the sixth, seventh, eighth, but then every, I got to the ninth floor. And every single day until I retired, I went up nine floors of stairs every morning with my computer bag on. That gave me a kickstart, a kickstart uh, to, to the day. Now, in between the, the workout days, I still would get up at six o'clock in the morning and do a lot of reading. A lot of reading on tax materials and, and, and uh, auditing and, uh, and uh, accounting and auditing standards. Back in those days, I used to do both audit and tax. But when, I, when we merged with CLA, I navigated more to the tax side. So I retired as a tax partner uh, and CLA. But the most important thing at the beginning of my day is to respond to clients' emails and phone, and phone calls. To me, that I'm a firm believer of that. The clients appreciate it and I, I expect it. The day for me never ended at five o'clock, okay? Uh, and and it, especially during tax season, it could be six, seven, eight o'clock, nine, depending on the workload and, and, the, and the deadlines. Because when you have a business and clients depend on you, the clock is irrelevant. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's that was my my daily routine. Love it, love it. So I, I see stairs in our future as Barb's taking notes. So number two, what is something other than that morning routine of getting up when you want, unless you have something planned as a retiree, uh, that you believe if people would do it, it would set them up for the additional level of success, Jose? Okay, I think people must possess an endless thirst for knowledge. Okay. Uh, when I speak to students or for, to young professionals, I, 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 I share with them, what, I ask them, what is the best, the best way to succeed in the real world is to be noticeably different. Okay, and the way you are, not, the way you, you do that is by, by acquiring as much knowledge as you can. Because you know that knowledge is power, knowledge is an equalizer, a difference maker. So when someone has knowledge, and other people notice that they have no, that person has knowledge. Now that person becomes a go-to person, a resource for any organization. And it will, it will not matter where you came from or what you look like. You have the knowledge that you you are a go-to person, and this is invaluable. I came mm -hmm. across a uh, a clip from Warren uh, Warren Buffett recently, alluding to this to the same message, and he said, and I quote: "The best thing you can do is to be exceptionally good at something." The best investment by far is anything that develops yourself. And that is so true. Okay. Yes. I also share with, the, with my, my listeners or the, my, my audience, the formula for success. I, I want, you, know what, you know what a 212-er is? A 212-er, the 212-er concept comes from the, from the book 212 Degrees. Mm -hmm. And he has a formula for success. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you right now. Okay. Here, here's a formula. At 211 degrees, water gets hot. At 212 degrees, that water boils. Yes. And that boiling water generates steam. And with that steam, you can power a locomotive. So it's all about the extra degree of effort and tenacity that separates the average, the good, the, the, the average from, from, from the good, the good from the average. I remember so, that from the book, yes. And yeah. of course. Our guest that we had on, Bob Miles, who's an expert on Warren Buffett, shared, shared that similar sentiment about that. People who have succeeded in life are two twelvers, mm -hmm. and those who want to succeed need to become one. Absolutely. All I right. Also, 
Well, you're clearly a 212er and a successful person. So Jose, number three, who or what's been the biggest influence in your life? And importantly, what have you done with that influence? Well, I have several people, three people. And this is going to sound cliche, but there's no bigger influence in my life and, 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 and debt of gratitude that I owe to than my parents. How many parents do you know that have given their children two dates of birth, right? My first date of birth, you and I share, November the 14th. Yes. My second date of birth is when they made the decision to leave Cuba and we arrived on the, in, in, to the, in this great country. And that was October the 5th, 1962, 60 years ago. That was a, my anniversary recent 60 years. Yes, congratulations. Uh, I remember you celebrated. It was beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, just Im imagine, uh, had they not been that, that, that decision, my set, my, the second person I want to I mention, I go back to my high school speech teacher. Okay. I, I was in 1960, 11th grade, 68, Ruth Leckler. Uh, she was my speech teacher. I was barely, I, I had just gotten basically not too long from Cuba. And uh, she took me, she liked me for some reason and, and took me under her wing. And she, I learned so much from her preparing a speech, doing the research. And never, I never, never became afraid of being in front of an audience after that. So that I owe a lot to her for that. She was, I never lost touch with her until she passed away at the age of 93. Every year from high school to she passed away, we go, we go to lunch once or twice a year. Which I love her so much. I I consider her my American mother. I, I told yes. her that. The other gentleman was uh, Albert Gonzalez. He was a, my first job as a, as an accountant when I was a junior in, in college. He was a a Cuban CPA, consummate professional. I emulated him in every way that I could, in his dress, his his professionalism, uh, his knowledge, and of course the, the last one that uh, you you know. Um, is uh, when I, during my years at the, the Great Tampa Chamber of Commerce, uh, is Joe House. Mm -hmm. Joe House, uh, I appreciated his counsel and I always admired the leadership, his leadership and the respect that other people gave to him. And uh, when I was incoming chair of the FICPA, uh, they always write an, write an article about the incoming president and they asked him for people to speak on my behalf and I gave him, I gave the, the, the writer Joe's name. So he interviewed Joe on me. I, I never knew what Joe said or what until I read the article. Mm -hmm. And Joe gave me one of the, 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 the greatest compliments that a retired officer can give someone. And I was told this by another retired officer. And he's, Joe, told, Joe said in the article, if I ever wanted someone to be in a foxhole next to me, it would be Jose Valiente because I never have to worry about my flank. Mm -hmm. and, and that was special. Sounds now, like Joe and it sounds like you because you can rely on you. Yeah, my association with those people um, uh, ingrained, ingrained in me three principles that I live by. Number one, always do the right thing. Doing the right thing is, is easy most of the times, but a lot of times it requires a lot of courage. Regardless, you have to do the right thing. Never, never compromise your integrity for anything or anyone. It's all you have. And the most valuable asset that we all possess is our name. It's our calling card. 
So developing a good reputation early on pays dividends later on. Just mm -hmm. remember this, everything you have done in the past and everything you will do in the future carries your name with it. So make sure so you're doing true. good things. Absolutely. That's, that was my, my uh, what I got from them. All right. Well, thank you. Well, two birth dates and, and the highest praise from Joe House. That, that's a wonderful way to share that with us. And our last question, number four in the podcast for, well, our series and ultimately our masterclass focuses on the positive. Jose, what is something that you wish people would stop doing because you see it holding them back? One way to answer, one thing that I mentioned earlier is responsiveness to your clients. The, 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 the biggest complaint that I hear from people is, I can't get a hold of my accountant. I can't get a hold of my attorney. You can't do that. We, have, we had a, little, a sign in our office that says, if we, that if we don't take care of our clients, somebody else will. So true. So I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer. That's what, to me, clients were my family. You know, don't, don't abandon them. Don't take them for granted. Also, people need to be out there, out there. No one is going to come to your house to give you an offer for a job or a business opportunity. You have to be out there shaking hands, looking people in the eye when you shake hands. I'm sure you have a firm handshake, not a whimsy, one of the lousy handshakes. Yes. Uh, have good handshakes. And don't forget, you, you, have, you have two ears and one mouth, so you have to listen twice as more as you speak. Okay. All right. And uh, don't ignore uh, those clients and make sure that you have some good, strong, ethical ways of moving through life. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks, Jose. Thanks for answering our podcast for. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Um, that was super educational. And of course, I have pages of <laughs> notes here. Debbie, you know me so well. You know we have stairs in our future for sure. And I am going to reread the 12 degrees. I have some other things. Are you willing to incorporate some of these things or even other things that might be on your list in the next five to 15 days so we can talk about it on our next one of our next podcasts? Sure. Happy to explore and revisit that 212 as well as the stairs. It's funny when you when I was thinking about it, whenever Michael and I are on on our vacations, because <clears throat> I run so much, one of the things we do is we only take the stairs for the most part, unless we have golf bags. Jose will appreciate that. But we <laughs> we do take the stairs. So absolutely I'm happy to. Hey, is this one thing that I forgot? Can I, do I have time to say one more thing or not? You do. Barb was probably just going to ask you for the, your last thought. Okay. Well. One thing that I forgot to mention that is, is, is said, don't be afraid to fail. Okay, winners, winners are never afraid to fail. And if you fail at something, that would, that would only just provide you the opportunity to see how well you deal with, with the adver adversity. Okay, so failures are nothing more than steps on your ladder to success. You learn from each event. If they're willing to, right? I they're think you do. And people like Joe House and certainly Barb and I are, I look at it that way. And it's a good reminder for our listeners that you can fail forward. You really can. And those steps that you're taking, like you just said, Jose, can move you forward if you're willing to say, what did I have to do with it? What can I learn from it? And what will I do next time that's different? So thanks again, Jose. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, please know, listeners, you can stay connected with Jose Valiente, who's been in our country for 60 years, as we just heard and celebrated. And Jose is on social media under his name, Jose Valiente. 
and you can follow his leadership, all of the growth that he's contributing to at University of South Florida by following USF Bulls, by following the USF Foundation. And really you can see about the impact of the dedication of people like Jose and others in our community and those who have gone to USF are now affiliated with it. Like Barb went there, I'm affiliated. So I say I'm a bull by association. And it's just terrific to watch those. So similarly, you can follow Barb and me on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass. Barb is the stay at work mom and I am Debbie Lundberg. Most places with two exceptions, it's presenting powerfully by Debbie Lundberg on Facebook and Debbie Lundberg Coach on TikTok. So if you like the positivity, purpose, and overall what you heard, please rate us five stars because we certainly are committed to bringing you five-star guests like Jose, who is so kind to share time and stories and all of the inspiration. So stay tuned for our follow-through show in five to 15 days about how Debbie and I did implementing Jose's ideas. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. As we like to say, listen, choose, do. So thank you, listeners. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, Barb. Thank you. Thank you. It's been wonderful.